Well, hello, hello. It is good to see you again, and welcome back to Your Money and a Cup of Joe. I am your host, Ryan Ruff. It's good to be back with you all today, and as always, I'll be joined by my right-hand man, the star of our show. That's Mr. Joe Kaleo of Kaleo Wealth Management Group and UBS, and today we're going to be really addressing some big financial concerns. I mean, let's face it, we all have financial concerns of one sort or another, and today Joe and I are going to be taking a look at some of the key concerns that he sees popping up amidst his his client base that are shared by a lot of the affluent individuals as well as families out there in today's day and age. And of course, we're also going to be looking at how many of these concerns that may exist on your own list out there uh, really have some issues to address and some action items that we can be taking to ultimately address these issues. But first, before we get into everything, let's go ahead and say hi to the man of the hour. Joe, it's good to see you. How are you doing? Ryan, great to see you. I'm doing great. Excited about our topic today. How are you doing? You excited about this? Yeah, I'm doing well. I mean, hey, look, we all have thoughts, right? Financial concerns and questions. And, you know, it's a complex world out there. And and today we're taking kind of that high level approach at some of those bigger concerns that I know you're getting asked about on a regular basis. So let's let's get into it. Uh, let's do it. Let's talk. Yeah, let's talk about some of these these key concerns, Joe, of the affluent that you're seeing. Uh, just dive right in. What's the first big one that you're seeing a lot of your client base asking about and a lot of people facing out there? Yeah, Ryan, there are five major concerns uh, that concern the affluent investor generally, right? There are five different areas that we want to dive into today. The first being preserving wealth, right? The goal for wealth preservation is often to produce the best possible investment returns consistent with one, their time frame, and two, their investment risk tolerance. Think of it like this. I mean, it's it's not about how much you make. It's about how much you don't lose at times, right? Preserving wealth throughout one's lifetime has become the biggest and perhaps the best, most important for some people, financial issue of today's affluent investor, right? Ask yourself this question. How sure are you that you have or will eventually have the wealth that's required to meet your needs, reach your goals, and live the life that you want? That's a question a lot of people don't have answers to. They think they do, but they're not absolutely sure. So a vast majority of affluent investors are asking themselves that question in a landmark study. 90% said they were quite concerned about preserving their wealth. So if the affluent are concerned, let's think about the everyday person being concerned. And nearly three quarters of investors 71.5% to be exact, said that they worry about having enough money to last through their retirement. So this is on a lot of people's mind, whether they can vocalize that or not, and don't have or know where to get the answer. You know, Joe, I, I mean, that's interesting for a lot of reasons, but I think the, the highest among the list is that I think most people would assume that the affluent are all set, right? They don't need to worry at all about their financial futures. Uh, what do you have to say to that? Yeah, I think you're right, right? <laughs> Another study by the Spectrum Group found that maintaining your current financial position was the top concern among investors with $3 million or more in net worth. So clearly having significant wealth doesn't erase or even minimize the fear of losing what you've worked so hard to build up over the years. Okay, that makes sense. After all, you've simply put in too much work and there's too much at stake not to be concerned. So the prospect of downshifting our lifestyle 
isn't exactly appealing to any of us, really, right? So some affluent investors have, have found that they may need to make significant compromises to their future plans because they face the very real threat of failing to preserve their wealth. Sure enough. Well, let's let's get in then to the next big financial concern that you're seeing. What what uh what's what's happening among the affluent here on this one, Joe? How about enhanced wealth, specifically minimizing tax liabilities in ways that are both savvy and of course legal, right? So tax mitigation has been a particularly important issue amongst the affluent for many years and especially more in recent years due to a great deal of discussion in Congress about increasing taxes on high earners and those with significant assets. You never know where those discussions are going to go, and it's no surprise that many people share those tax-related concerns. Taxes can and do eat up a great deal of wealth. Let's take income taxes. Let's start there. Many affluent families today have become successful by working hard and earning substantial incomes in the process. In fact, the incomes of high earners have grown by a much greater percentage over time than those incomes of low earners. But as a result, the affluent pay a significant percentage of all federal income taxes. And those taxes on investment returns can also have a big, a big impact on the ability to grow and preserve wealth. Now, Joe, I, I think it's important to mention that, you know, we don't want to turn this discussion into all about taxes, but but in your eyes, what can people do in this area? Given, as you mentioned, I mean, there's awfully, uh, there's a lot of political back and forth to change tax ramifications and codes. And I mean, we talked about Secure Act a few episodes ago. What can people do with regard to taxes? Yeah. Obviously, there's no no one knows exactly what the future holds, Ryan, when it comes to government's decisions about tax rates or aspects of the tax code. So there is a lot of uncertainty, and it is preventing families today from taking a proactive approach to tax planning. That's potentially a big and potentially costly mistake. If you're ignoring the issue and waiting for 100% clarity, you'll probably be waiting a long time. I've watched one client in particular wait three years for clarity and they're missing things and they keep saying, I'll get to it and they're missing things. It's their decision, but tax mitigation needs to be a key part of any financial plan for you and your family, regardless of the political environment at any given time. You can, for example, create a wealth management plan that has flexibility that should the tax environment change for the better or worse then be adaptable. And that's one of the things we need to adapt to. Sure. All right. So from the top, you know, we had preservation of wealth, the enhancement of wealth being that second big concern. Let's get into the third now, Joe, what do you see on this front? Transfer of wealth, estate planning. So I'm going to go back to that same client that put everything off for the last three years. Sure enough, he's been talking about updating his estate plan. And granted, there was talk from Washington about estate plan rule changes. They haven't come. But why not update it then? Because you'd hate to think that you're giving something away today simply because you didn't take the step. So unlike the first two topics we've discussed, this is a concern that the affluent often don't pay adequate attention to. And that's because addressing it requires us to ask ourselves questions that either we may not have ever considered or we prefer to ignore, right? 
How do you want your assets to be distributed at death? How and when should your heirs receive an inheritance? How can liquidity needs be met if your estate is illiquid? Of course, you could ignore all the uncomfortable issues, but they don't go away, unfortunately, right? And failing to ensure your wealth goes exactly where you want can lead to a much greater discomfort later on and have serious ramifications on everything from your ability to help family members and achieve their goals, such as a college education, to long-term success and sustainability of a family-owned business. I can think of a good friend who did ignore this topic, and he did hurt, essentially, his family, his children, and ultimately his business, all because he just was going to get around to it, and he didn't. So I really encourage you to do wealth transfer. Absolutely. And if there's anybody out there, you know, wanting more information on that, Joe, I know you and I have spent several episodes talking about estate planning efforts and that transfer of wealth because it is it's a hardy topic. There's a lot to get into. So I'd, I'd encourage the audience to head back in time and, and check check out some of those past episodes. But, Joe, keeping the train rolling, we're, let's move on to that fourth big concern. Uh, what's one that the, the affluent really need to confront? I think that's this fourth one. Uh, t tell me what you got here. Protecting wealth. Affluent investors don't just want to preserve their wealth against taxes or losses in financial markets. They're also seeking to protect their assets from being unjustly taken, say from a catastrophic loss, creditors, litigants, ex-spouses, children's spouses or ex-spouses, even identity thieves. That means being successful in wealth management here and especially in planning needs to address wealth protection. Controlling the risks through business processes, employment agreements, buy-sell agreements, as well as restructuring various assets and considering legal forms of ownership that put your wealth beyond the reach of creditors and other parties who may seek to unjustly take it. Very important topic. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and on a surface level, Joe, I think a majority of folks out there would think, okay, we've probably hit all of the big concerns, right? The idea of, of you know, enhancing wealth, protecting wealth, growing wealth. But this this last fifth and final concern, I know, is one a little more nuanced of a topic, but one that is, I mean, I know you've seen increasingly uh, big levels of interest and conversations surrounding it. So tell us, what is that fifth and final uh, concern? Donating wealth or charitable giving, Ryan, and this happens at all levels. People, whether it's to their church or uh, a, a charity of some kind, right? Affluent investors are looking outward beyond their own families to the world at large. And for these investors, making meaningful gifts to charity in the most impactful way possible has become a very key issue. But charitable giving comes with its own unique sets of challenges. That could be from selecting the appropriate means of giving, such as direct gifts, donor-advised funds, or private family foundation. Those all go to selecting the causes and the specific organizations that will have the biggest impact that's important to them. But any gifting strategy you put in place should also consider the maximum effectiveness. At the same time, you must ensure your philanthropic objectives are in balance with your other key financial goals such as retirement and long-term financial security of your family. So navigating charitable planning can be tricky and it needs to be thought through carefully. I mean, well, there you have it, folks. I mean, the five big concerns that I know a lot of the affluent and clients of Joe's are, are dealing with in today's day and age. And Joe, as we're kind of getting, you know, 
towards the end of our, our time here today. What would you say to any of the viewers or some of the audience out there who might have other big financial concerns other than maybe the ones that we outlined today? Any thoughts for them regarding, I mean, I know there's a slew of different concerns, but any thoughts in general? Yeah, I'd say make a list. Make a list of what's important to you, right? You may not have all five on the list, but you may have some, and I think most do, right? Three, maybe even four, if not five. Right. So start there. What's important to you and stack rank them as we've done in the past. What's the most important to you and check them off the list. But when you face challenges and they can be daunting at time, possibly all of them, they can have a big impact on how you want to achieve a secure, comfortable and meaningful life, whether it's now before retirement or in retirement, if that's where you are. Or how do you want to control assets once you're gone? That makes that wealth transfer piece so important. Wealth protection, though, is often intertwined with so many other needs. And making sure that they work cohesively is really important. All of these areas, Ryan's, Ryan, are tied together in ways both large and small. And so having that unified vision and not just act in a silo becomes incredibly important to make sure everything you deal with is effective and moving along systematically the way you've wanted. Joe, you hit the nail on the head when you said that these concerns are diverse and complex. Uh, for folks out there that are looking at their own financial portfolio, their world, and they're, they're stacking it up against these concerns, they've got the concerns, and they just don't know where to start in addressing them, what would be the best way they could maybe reach out to you and your team and open up a dialogue and see what the you know what that first action step should be or what kind of strategies they can put in place to maybe mitigate that concern? How how can they get in touch with you guys? Ryan, they can give us a call on our toll-free number or they can all give us an email through our website. We're happy to help. Even if they just want to bounce a question off us, get a second opinion, something of that nature, we're happy to have a conversation. No charge. Fantastic. Well, Joe, I appreciate you carving some time out of your day today to jump on, talk about these big concerns that I know you're in the process of dealing with and just actively addressing with a lot of your client base and, and those out there in the world. So I uh, appreciate your time and uh, I'll see you back on the next one. Sounds great, Ryan. Look forward to it. Cheers. Cheers indeed, Joe. And hey, look, folks, as always, we're going to take a final moment here and say thank you to you guys for stopping by and being with us on the show today. And as always, you know, if you did take some value away from today's conversation, you learned about one of those big key concerns that are facing folks out there today, go ahead and hit that subscribe button then on whichever platform you checked us out on. That way you don't miss out on a future conversation with Joe and myself where we identify these different challenges, these different topics related to wealth management and provide these strategies and solutions and ultimately conversation uh, that can help put you and yours, uh, you know, on a path forward. But for Joe, I'm Ryan. We're going to go ahead and say so long today, but we appreciate you stopping by and being with us on Your Money and a Cup of Joe. This presentation is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be relied upon as investment advice or the basis for making any investment decisions. The views and opinions expressed may not be those of UBS Financial Services Incorporated. UBS Financial Services Incorporated does not verify and does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information presented. This material is made available for use by CEG. Neither UBS Financial Services Incorporated nor any of its employees provide tax or legal advice. You should 
should consult with your personal tax or legal advisor regarding your personal circumstances. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients, UBS Financial Services Incorporated offers investment advisory services in its capacity as an SEC registered investment advisor and brokerage services in its capacity as an SEC registered broker dealer. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. It is important that clients understand the ways in which we conduct business, that they carefully read the agreements and disclosures that we provide to them about the products or services we offer. For more information, please review the PDF document at UBS.com slash relationship summary. UBS Financial Services Incorporated is a subsidiary of UBS AG, member FINRA, member SIPC. Joe Kaleo at Kaleo Wealth Management Group, UBS Financial Services Incorporated. Office address 200 West Highway 6, Suite 400 in Waco, Texas, 76712.